It's December 22nd, and this is the last show of 2022. So we're running down some of the top stories of Arkansas agriculture this year, right now. You're listening to the Arkansas AgCast, where we discuss the latest news, trends, and issues impacting Arkansas farmers and ranchers. Our show is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation and hosted by Brian Pistone and Jason Brown. You better get your big coat on. (laughs) (laughs) My friend, it is the tundra. For sure. My goodness. Cold, sure. cold, cold. Although I feel like I've added a little layer of yeah, extra on top of that. You have. We, uh, I'm stuffed. <laughs> no, I'm, uh, <laughs> I am, uh, I'm pretty full. I'm, I've got a full belly and a full heart. I'm That's ready. right. It yeah. was good eats. We ate lunch together, but, uh, yeah. you know. In all fairness, the camera adds what fifty pounds for sure. Just just for in sure. case. And these new chairs kind of <laughs> expose that entire oh, profile. They do. They I'm do. just and telling you that. I feel like that fat man in a little chair. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, still thank you for these new chairs. Yes. Again, you, you, as if I had anything to do with that. I, I went back and watched. I know I went back and watched a little bit of last week, and when I said that, you just like I totally caught you off guard. <laughs> Oh, me. As we said, it's December 22nd. Uh, This is the last time you'll hear from us this year. Mm -hmm. Ears get a little break um, before the new year. And gosh, we hope you have a good uh, holiday season and a Merry Christmas. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. We were talking a little bit over lunch about traditions and, and things that, you know, the way we do things, the way we grow up doing things, how that changes as we become adults and have our own families and Things like that, and I'm I'm telling you, I'm just looking forward to really spending a bunch of time together with my, especially my two girls at home. Yes, you know. Yes, the uh, you know, the more the older I get, and you mm-hmm. start watching all the holiday movies. Yeah, growing up when you were younger, you know, you're a lot so more naive boring. to everything and just kind yeah. of boring. But now yeah. you watch them like. Oh, yeah. I get all these family dynamics while this stuff is happening. It's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know. It, all the way from Home Alone to, you yeah. know, It's a Wonderful Life. I yeah. understand it all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we took our daughter to see White Christmas at the Argenta Community Theater oh, okay. on Sunday. And um, the, the, the gentleman who opened the show, I did not know this, said that uh, Irving Berlin, who wrote White Christmas, was actually uh, of Jewish, Jewish faith. Um, lost his son on uh, Christmas and oh, wanted man. to remember Christmas in a different way. Wow. And that's that's how he wrote the song White Christmas, which was for Holiday Inn. So so uh, Bing Crosby had asked him to write that song, yeah. and it was in Holiday Inn. And then from Holiday Inn, the movie White Christmas was born. Wow. So that came first. Wow. Yeah. That's very interesting. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty interesting and, like, also gut-wrenching at the same time. Yeah, but um you know, I mean, those. I remember my dad watching those movies. Uh, you know, my grandparents growing up, just rolling my eyes. And um, those are some of my favorite, favorite movies to watch now. You yeah, know? absolutely. Uh, I love it. I love a good Christmas movie. Yeah, me too. Still trying to make my way through it. We haven't seen Elf yet. Yeah. This year. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. We haven't watched Love Actually yet. You know, which yeah. love it or hate it, everybody uh, yeah. has something to say about that movie. Yeah, but we we try to watch it at least once a year. That so. and Die Hard, I feel like, yeah. is always everybody wants to watch the debatable. So, holiday movie or not? A holiday you know, movie. I'm I'm in the no I'm in the no camp for Die Hard. I always have been too, but. <laughs> Don't tell I know you can upset. Good. Yeah, I know you I can mean, upset folks. But like yeah, that. everybody says it's a Christmas movie. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, so hopefully we'll do some of that. Mm. You know, catching up Christmas, yeah. Christmas movies yeah. and and things like that. Um, staying warm, really. Next, uh, you know, we're not planning to leave the house until probably Sunday. Yeah, you know, hunker down uh, and stay warm. Well, um, speaking of leaving the house, we've got a couple events to talk about. And then we're going to get right into the show. As we promised, we are going to run down some of the top uh, news headlines uh, for Arkansas agriculture, at least, uh, of the year. No particular order. Certainly not all in inclusive there, but um, some of the ones that stuck out that we've covered on this show. Yeah. Um, but before we do, I'll do one of these. You do the other. How about that? Okay. Um, we've gotten a note here about the 2023 grain bin safety program. This is generally pretty popular. Um, as a matter of fact, I think it's sold out most years. But um, this is a program that's sponsored by Arkansas Farm Bureau. Uh, we're a little ahead of the game, but it's taking place February 21st, 2023. Um, the class this year will be held at Big K's Catfish Barn in Hazen, which sounds just like a good time on its own. <laughs> uh, Attendance is limited to 300 people, and there's a maximum of five people per group. So five people per farm, per fire department, whatever yeah. that may be. Yeah. Um, the deadline to register is January 31st. Again, the event's on February 21st. Uh, and if you're interested in attending, you can RSVP to myra.moiks at ARFB. Dot com again that's m y r a dot m o i x at a r f b dot com or you can call Brock Roberts at five zero one nine one two zero one four seven and they'll hook you up. That's great. That's great. Uh, and this it's a that's a great event. Yeah, there's always a lot of people with that for sure. <clears throat> um, also coming up again our winter commodity division meetings. Uh, they're happening at the Wyndham Riverfront Hotel in North Little Rock on January 31st. Uh, registration opens at 830. Okay. Uh, and uh, there'll be a lot of folks at that as well. Yeah. Uh, I think John Bailey and their team is in charge of that. So yes. if you've got questions, you can, you can talk to them. Yes. All right. As we mentioned, this is the last show of the year. Uh, we, will, we will be back the first week of the year, I think. Um, and uh, I was trying to think of that date. I guess that's the 5th. We should be back January 5th. Um, so thanks for joining us and, uh, let's just dive on in. We're going to have a little fun today, do things differently. Uh, to start, we'll recap, um, some of the top attention getting topics for Arkansas agriculture in 2022. Again, these are in no particular order. Each of these were imp important, uh, topics that we covered here on the AgCast. Uh, and the first topic on the list is weather. Uh, from the super soggy spring that set back row crop producers to the first drought of, uh, of the year. You heard that right. The first drought of the year, uh, which impacted farmers and ranchers in the summer. Uh, then we leveled out with precipitation in August and September, uh, bringing some hope and in some cases, some miracles, uh, 
we talked to lots of cattle ranchers who had to get their uh, get into their winter hay supplies to feed during the first drought. Uh, who ended up getting additional cuttings in August, September. They were really concerned about that inventory. Yes. Ended up getting some more hay out of the field. Uh, but alas, drought struck again in the fall, uh, which really impacted row crop uh, farmers during the harvest and took its toll on ranchers too. I think we'll talk more about yeah. that. But yeah. Indeed. And uh, while we're on the topic of drought, uh, the next story on the list uh, that made the list was the uh, Mississippi River levels mm-hmm. that were uh, – during harvest this year, uh, the record the river hit record-setting lows uh, right at the most crucial time of the year mm-hmm. for row crop farmers, which is harvest. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, traffic stopped completely between Osceola and Greenville, Mississippi. We saw impacts reach into basis prices, half-full barges, and so much more during the fall. Mm. Um, yeah. We had a had a good amount of rain in the past month, but the river is still playing catch up to this mm-hmm. point. Um, in addition to this impacting exporting crops, the river levels also created trouble to much needed inputs coming to farms along the river in preparation for the 2023 growing season. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to get those things up rivers. We're trying to get crops down river and it just didn't happen. Didn't happen. All right, while we're on the topic of more recent news, let's talk about Ag Secretary Wes Ward. Uh, Last week, we reported that Governor-elect Sarah Huckabee Sanders reappointed Wes Ward as the Arkansas Ag uh, Secretary, or at least her intention to do so once she's in office. Uh, This is great news for our industry, and our President Rich Hillman uh, noted that, uh, quote, we are encouraged by Governor-elect Sanders' action. We've developed a meaningful and beneficial relationship with Secretary West Ward over the past seven years and believe his reappointment is in the best interest of our state's largest industry. So congrats to Secretary Ward. Yes, congrats indeed. Uh, the next newsmaker on our list is a national avian influenza outbreak. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw this outbreak take off early in 2022. Arkansas officials acted quickly to put biosecurity measures in place to keep poultry producers and backyard flock owners safe from the spreading disease. Those efforts were credited in managing the impact, keeping the cases in Arkansas at a very small level. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe there were only two or three flocks impacted. Mm-hmm. Uh, we continue with some of those biosecurity practices in place today and hopefully uh, continue the minimal impact in the state. Yeah. All right, we're ticking along. Uh, next on the list was a pretty big one for Arkansas. Uh, Senator Bozeman, ranking member of the Senate Ag Committee, hosted a farm bill hearing here in the state, uh, the first meeting of its kind in Arkansas. Uh, The hearing was held on the campus of Arkansas State University in Jonesboro and was attended by committee chair Debbie Stabenow of uh, Michigan. We'll talk more about those two here in a few. Uh, During the hearing, the senators heard from farmers and other stakeholders on topics within the farm bill that would impact Arkansas uh, the two senators also took part in an ag tour of NEA while they were in town. Uh, we were in attendance, and it was great to see the bipartisan relationship uh, that both committee members had and their focus on issues that affect farmers and ranchers. Yes, and moving to the southern portion of the state, uh, this was not only a big story for agriculture, but a big win for our team here at Farm Bureau as well. Yeah. Uh, that is the opening of the Arkansas Center for forest business at the University of Arkansas, Monticello. Yes, sir. Uh, Members on our team worked hard to get funding approved for this project in an effort to have dedicated resources for supporting and growing the forestry industry in the state. 
In addition to the great news value of the story, they had a unique ribbon-cutting ceremony where the governor actually sawed off the end of a log to commemorate the occasion. I remember seeing that picture. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty cool. All right, gosh, there are so many big stories to tell in 2022. Uh, it's impossible to cover them all, but the last one on our list uh, for the show in the uh, Arkansas is the uh, Arkansas Ag Department stepping in to help with H-2A inspections in the state. H-2A labor plays an important role in our state's ag industry, and there's a, a lot of process that comes along with uh, hosting these workers on your farm. Uh, an element of this housing of this is housing inspections for the employees who travel uh, to the state to help farmers. Due to COVID and other impacts, the Arkansas Ag Department was able to step in to assist with the housing inspections earlier this year. Uh, we've talked to several farmers who are thankful for the relief provided by the Ag Department, saying the labor is essential to seeing their season through. Uh, after reporting on this, we learned that the Ag Department has received the proper uh, documents to assist again in the future, which is uh, definitely good news for, for farmers. Yes, indeed. And if you're interested in learning about any more of these uh, stories that we've mentioned mm -hmm. on this list, you can visit our website, ARFB.com, and check out our video section. Yeah, uh, We've produced... Uh, stories on each one of these topics in some cases multiple pieces of content because we were covering it for a while yeah 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 that's a good one too um probably social media channels yes too yes. i bet um all right i know we were not planning to cover current news today uh but we had one one hot uh item come in from the sig senate ag committee yesterday and wanted to add it to today's show so your piece of of, of new news, if you will, uh, Senator uh, Bozeman and his work on the Senate Ag Committee uh, has helped secure important ag and nutrition provisions in the year-end legislative package. Uh, Bozeman worked with Chairwoman Debbie Stabenow, Democrat of Michigan, uh, and their counterparts in the House of Representatives uh, to work to address issues such as relief to rice producers in the face of high input costs, updates of the summer food service program for students, climate action uh, as it pertains to agriculture, pandemic assistance for cotton merchandisers, uh, action addressing pesticide re uh, registration issues, SNAP benefit security, and really a whole lot more. There's an entire uh, list of these items in, in, in much greater detail uh, that, addressed, that was addressed in this legislation available on the uh, Senate Ag Committee's website, ag.senate.gov. Check it out. Yeah, they uh, they just announced that this week, didn't they? Yeah, they, for sure. Yeah, okay. yeah. Good deal. yeah. that's why we wanted to squeeze that in, yeah. especially since it's our, our last show of the, the road. Well, let's, uh, let's step away from the news to hear about how you can help cultivate safe roads in Arkansas. Arkansas farmers and ranchers work seven days a week. That means when you hit the road, you may be sharing it with farm equipment especially if you're traveling along rural roads and county highways. Farm equipment moves slower than our pickup trucks and minivans. They may not have the safety lights and turn signals of our family vehicles either. The trucks and tractors moving down the road need extra room to make turns, cross bridges, and move through intersections too. We all get in a hurry sometimes, but it's important that we all stay safe, no matter if we're headed to buy groceries or grow them. So next time you're cruising past a pasture or field, keep an eye out for farmers. They'll be sure to keep an eye out for you too. If we all work together, 
we can make sure Arkansas is cultivating safe roads. Buddy, with the uh, winter weather that is sitting on top of us right now and cold temperatures, you best believe there's some farm equipment out <laughs> moving around. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Well, that's a good reminder. Uh, just remember, keep an eye out for farmers and their equipment on roads. Really, no matter where you are, especially now, there's bound to be more travel to rural areas where these farms are. Yeah. And uh, those guys want to have a safe uh, and healthy uh, Christmas just like just yeah. like we do. Definitely, so, yeah. definitely. All right. Well, how about we wrap up the show with a little fun? I smell Segway. <laughs> there you go. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, y'all know we like to have fun with uh, with trivia on this show. We do. Uh, regardless of how good or not we are. Uh, so <laughs> so here, here's what we did. We thought we'd have a little um, – a little Christmas-themed trivia for our end-of-the-year closeout. Uh, here, here's how this went. <laughs> we shared a website and said, uh, hey, pick out some – you pick out some questions to ask me, I'll pick out some questions to ask you, and that's kind of where we ended it. And then we sat down in here to record the podcast. <laughs> and right before we started, we admitted to each other that we thought we'd probably likely pick the same questions. <laughs> So my curveball is, I went to a completely different website oh, as well. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice. So uh, uh, I did not. <laughs> so mine are I, mo- mostly jokes, though. So, oh, are they? Yeah, they're horrible dad. Mine are real so. trivia. So I know. I apologize I know. to you for no. that. No. Oh no. Uh, I thought it'd be good to mix it up. So, yeah. 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 You know. uh, All right. Who should such go as first? what's every elf's favorite type of music? Oh, this is great. I love that you did this. Um, snow tunes, rap. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, this is gonna be yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. All right. I mean. Much more serious note. Uh, what famous Christmas carol became the first song ever broadcast from space? Oh man, Silent Night, Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells. Okay. Yeah, not the first Christmas carol. But the first song ever broadcast in well, space. Yeah. Pretty cool. I literally would not have guessed that one. So <laughs> Yeah. Um in nineteen seventy nine. Okay. Women's groups, politicians and seniors uh organizations protested which Christmas song? Nineteen seventy nine. Uh baby it's cold outside. No. Okay. Uh grandma got run over by a reindeer. <laughs> They hated that song. Apparently, yeah. that was uh, that was. You know, that's a good one. <laughs> My kiddo discovered "I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas" this yeah, year. Yeah, but I don't know that she's heard "Grandma Got Ran Over by oh, a Reindeer." I, I hear it that's every year. That's changing a, yeah. today. Yeah, that's talk about cancel culture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no I mean, doubt, no doubt. Hmm. Well, um, let me see here. I got a couple of these. Um, how about this one? Which country started the tradition of putting up a Christmas tree first? Oh. Um, I'll give you a hint. Uh, they celebrate, they're known for another big celebration more in the fall. Germany. Boom. Okay. All right. There that, we go. I didn't want to give you too much. Well, that kind of gave uh, it away for me. It's, well, it's better know. than like, they also drink out of the huge <laughs> yeah, mugs. Right. <laughs> so, right. 
Which is right. where my mind first went. Uh, what year was Santa born? I saw it. I saw it. Uh, 270 AD. You got it? I saw it. You got so, it. So yeah. I will tell you, though, there's an excellent book called The Autobiography of Santa Claus that my wife shared with me and I read several years ago. And it delves into, like, the Christianity aspect of it yeah. and things like that. It's a fantastic book. And so I have actually read that before wow. I saw it on the quiz. Wow. It's That's an great. excellent book. Yeah. That's great. Um, which reindeer is named after thunder? Oh, man. I saw that one, too. Did you? All right. All right. I know this. I know you this. You want me to help? It's also a German word. Is it? Matthew's trying to help you, but he's incorrect. I couldn't hear because I had my headphones. Yeah. Blitzen? Donner. Donner. Yeah. Donner is the German word for thunder. There you go. Yeah. Well, okay. All right. Uh, More trivia or jokes? I'll mix it up. Okay. What's it called when a snowman has a temper tantrum? Oh, gosh. He melts down. A meltdown. Ah. Very good. Ah. Very good. All right. All right. Uh, How many reindeer pull Santa's sleigh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Traditionally? Yes. Eight. Nine. Oh, I guess traditionally. I see what you mean. Because Rudolph only did it one time, right? Yeah. But is he like full time? I think Rudolph's full time. Okay, then nine. But how did you know eight just right off the. I would have had to try and name them. Because I was always as a kid like, no, Rudolph's part of the group. Yeah. Other kids were like, no, he only got asked one time. Well, then I think you got it right because I threw you off. Uh, so eight or nine. Eight or how, nine, how but about that? Not, nine was the answer uh, here. Well, what do you call a reindeer ghost? Uh, I'm not sure. Caribou. <laughs> we are driving Matthew I, these insane are, right I, now. I, I, I did these on purpose for him because I knew he'd be back there going, yeah, let's end this now. Rolling please. his eyes. He's like, this is terrible television. <laughs> um, I, have, I have one more. Go for it. Which U.S. state? has a town called Santa Claus. I had that one. Did you really? I knew it. Indiana. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, then I'm going to switch. Okay. Did you have it. in which country do people celebrate Christmas by gathering on the beach? No. Yeah. No. Uh, it's a country, so don't say Hawaii. Well, it would have to be a country with a beach. Yeah. So. Yeah. Italy. Australia. Which was a oh, bit of a head scratcher. Well, there you go. Yeah, but you know they're opposite, right? Interesting. Okay. What? <laughs> yeah, go surfing. Um, Would, you know, children leave things for Santa. Oh, as a matter of fact, let me may I tell you a story? Yeah. This morning, we made some sugar cookies mm-hmm. earlier this week, and and my daughter Marilyn said, "Dad, I don't think those plain cookies are going to work for Santa." Um, but I set her mind at ease. Okay. I let her know Santa's not picky. (laughs) When it comes to cookies, Santa's not picky. And she's like, okay, well, I'll take your word for it. (laughs) That's good. That's good. Yeah. And she bought it. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're the authority. So he's talked to me about it (laughs) and he's fine. I remember my dad taking a phone call from Santa one time. Oh, really? He wanted to go out and eat, and I was concerned if we left the house, because it was like Christmas Eve. Yeah. I was concerned if we left the house, Santa was going to come. He yeah. said, I'm pretty sure Santa knows, but I will 
let me call him. Yeah. So he got he acted like he got on the phone and made a phone call. Yeah. He said, they're good. They won't come till later. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. okay, good. Thank goodness. We can go. <laughs> and we went out and ate. I didn't worry about it. Uh, yeah. Well, there you go. Little did I know. Yeah. So how about that? How about that? Well, Swedish children, what do they leave for Santa? Hmm. Some sort of different dessert. Streusel. Coffee. Coffee? They leave him coffee. That's my kind of... That's in case he's tired, you know. Oh, they think he's tired, give him a little pep up. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if that so. has to do with, like, the timing of of their time zone versus the world, or if it's just, well, like, a friendly gesture. Yeah. Huh. I, mean, I don't know. So, and you'll appreciate this one. Okay. But uh, on the topic of coffee, where does Santa's reindeer stop for coffee? Well, um, you got to get this one. I know. I don't. I'm, I'm, it, it, there's a Starbucks joke. Starbucks. Star, Star, Star what? Starbucks. Starbucks. Because the reindeers are. Yeah. Bucks. Okay. Yeah. See, See? what makes it worse is like <laughs> getting it because you don't get it or. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, those are good. Those I are mean, fun. They were all fun. There's some. I'm telling you, there's some really interesting uh, Christmas trivia. Uh, there is. Coca-Cola and their involvement with Santa's, the yeah. color of Santa's suit being red and white and all kinds of stuff. Oh, I mean, I mean my, the most iconic mm-hmm. TV commercial for me was the, um, when they're lighting up the Christmas tree with the mm-hmm. Coke and everything. Yeah. Singing the, I'd like to teach the world to sing. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, I mean. Coke, I still love I mean, that commercial. Seriously, those it's guys great. did. Yeah. Fantastic yeah. stuff. Um. Speaking of pop I culture, we were talking that's about that's where Jim Varney came from. Well, it probably right. Did. Probably, I think he came from a Coca Cola spot. He was born. I know. I know the idea of Ernest was born yeah. from uh, an advertising executive working for Coca Cola. Yeah, I've gone way too far back than I care to be okay. in the Jim Varney story. Yeah, uh, but I'm a big Ernest fan. Yeah, and Ernest Saves well, Christmas is a is a fun. Movie. It's funny. You're a, you're a big Ernest fan, and Rob was a big Fletch fan. That's, yeah, that's my brother. Those are his two icons. Really, I he loves. Oh, that's cool. He loves Ernest and yeah. Fletch. That's so. Man, I grew up watching all those Ernest movies over oh. and over and over again. I mean, he was. Uh, that was. Yeah. Jim Varney was those cool. in the and a stud. He wasn't yeah. like. Oh man, what you know in real life? No, I know, I know. Yeah. It's it's so funny to to, mm-hmm. to see him in real life. Yeah, you know? yeah, for sure. All right. Well, that wraps up the news for this week and yeah. for the year. That's uh, right. Thanks to you for following along uh, with the Arkansas AdCast. We're grateful for you taking the time to watch and listen uh, today and always. That's right. And remember, you can catch the video production every Thursday at 2 p.m. on Facebook and YouTube. And you can listen to the audio version on iTunes, Spotify, and make sure to leave us a review when you have an extra couple of minutes. That's right. The Arkansas ICAST is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau and hosted by me, Jason Brown. And me, Brian Pistol. And our guest today has been Matthew, sort of from the behind the camera scene. Begrudgingly hey. and, and rolling his eyes at, at our uh, <laughs> at our jokes. Yeah. Our antics. That's it. All right. Well, that wraps us up. We'll see you next year. Next year? Yeah. That's right. See you. <laughs>